Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. GOP lawmakers flooded the U.N. climate summit over the weekend, marking the first time in recent history that Republicans have led a congressional delegation at the annual talks. But there was one topic no one wanted to touch. The past and potential future president of the United States, Republican Party frontrunner Donald Trump. So today, we talk with Politico's Zach Coleman about the GOP's climate messaging in Dubai and why they are trying to avoid talking Trump. It's Tuesday, December 12th. This was a bipartisan congressional delegation from the House with more Republicans than Democrats showing up, which is unique, maybe even a first. And there was also a bipartisan Senate CODEL with Senator Lisa Murkowski being the lone Republican. They came and they spoke on a lot of panels. They had a lot of meetings with other nations. It was a very full schedule for them. I was tracking a lot of it. And there was a pretty clear message from the Republicans here about trying to settle on sharing American innovation, about American natural gas being a climate good for the world, and a lot about nuclear and permitting. And as you note in your reporting, this is the last U.N. climate conference before the next presidential election. And this is an election where Donald Trump is leading in the polls so far. And it sounds like what you just laid out is a different vision than the stance that we know Trump has on climate and energy. So how are Republicans in Dubai balancing what Trump is saying on the campaign trail with their own agendas at COP? Well, they didn't really want to talk about Donald Trump. I asked them about it. There were a lot of dodges here saying he's not yet the nominee. If he becomes the president, then we can talk about it. Lisa Murkowski very much said, I want to create a lot of distance with that man. And, you know, I think what is true here is Republicans do have their policies that they want to advance. But what is also true is Donald Trump has maligned climate science. And even though you have a lot of Republicans in Dubai, talking about how they've turned the corner here and it took their party a long time. The former president who could well become the the next president has taken policy direction that rolls back environmental regulations that promotes oil and gas drilling. And there is not much daylight there between him and the Republicans who were in Dubai. There was a lot of talk about the value of natural gas, about fossil fuels aren't going anywhere, that we should just control the emissions. And there is robust debate about how much you need to use technologies like carbon capture, which the IPCC says will be used at some point. But Republicans don't want to engage with the question of, are we supposed to rely on that and continue business as usual? Or should we start to draw down our reliance on oil and gas. So that general messaging from Republicans, those at COP, is that resonating with other nations? Or what are you hearing about how other nations feel about where these U.S. Republicans stand on fossil fuels and emissions? So it's a defensible place to be for a lot of developing nations who 
want to have access to their own oil and gas that are not at the same stage of development as post-industrial countries like the United States and the European Union. But the problem is the United States is not one of those countries. The United States is very much a developed country. It is the largest economy of the world. It has contributed more to climate change than any other country in history. So when you come to the UN Climate Conference, it is on the US and other rich nations to do their fair share of reducing emissions since they have gotten wealthy off the backs of fossil fuels. It's not that the US can continue to do oil and gas to the extent that they have and that will have a healthy climate. That's kind of the message here. It's it's a defensible message if you're a developing country, and that is coloring a lot of the conversation here, but it is less defensible for the U.S. And how is that message playing to the American public, from what you can tell? Republican voters still prefer Donald Trump to be their nominee by a wide margin. So it doesn't appear as if the Republican voter is affected by the former president's climate policies, if they care about climate policy writ large, then they would probably not be supporting someone who maligned it. But at the same time, there is some value in the message that Republicans brought to Dubai. There is a a wider embrace now of the reality that we will be using carbon removal. We will be relying on carbon capture. We will be turning to hydrogen for hard to decarbonize sectors like heavy industry. I mean, these are now gaining currency. There are a lot of countries who would disagree that we need those technologies, that they create a moral hazard by extending the lifeline of the fossil fuel industry for technologies that have not been proven at scale. But there is definitely wider acceptance that this is something we should explore in case we do need it. So there is some real value that they are bringing to the conversation here. Also, the prospect of a global deal to end fossil fuels faded on Monday after organizers of the UN Climate Summit released a draft proposal that only suggested reducing them. That outcome falls far short of the demands from environmental groups, the United States, the European Union, and vulnerable island nations. But petronations who organized the summit urged the nearly 200 governments assembled to prioritize cutting a deal over taking a hard line on fossil fuels. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Today's program support is provided by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow their renewable fuels production capacity to 100,000 barrels per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels.